The That's devil works hard, but page six works harder. Virtual reality. Hi, I'm Danny Murphy. And I'm Evan Real. And we are hanging on by a thread from Craig's sewing kit, basically, Evan. It is day four of our BravoCon because we survived BravoCon just barely, but now we're going to tell everybody about it. Oh my God, yes. It was it was quite the weekend. We are so tired, but the the under eye is totally worth it because we we had like the best experience and we kicked it off with the king of Bravo himself, Andy Cohen. Yes. And of course, before we got into like the little fun element of BravoCon, we had to talk to him about who was not invited to BravoCon this year. Obviously, Ramona is not here. What message do you hope that sends to Bravo fans? Well, I mean, I think, listen, I, not to dwell on it, but I think it just the events of this week led to her not being here. I think it was the right call and period dot. Yeah, we had to address the elephant in the room, Ramona Singer. She was not there. And honestly, I will say her her presence wasn't really that missed. Like, I, I didn't notice it. Like, of course, we had to talk about it. But like, once we talked about it, I kind of forgot about it. And then also... Her daughter, Avery Singer, she was batch bossing it up at the Bravo. Oh. She had her booth going. We we saw her. We chatted with her a little bit. We caught up with her because, as our listeners know, she did the live show with her mom back in May. So we had a little catch up with her. She seems to be doing okay, all things considered. All things considered. I mean, she seems to be probably in a better place than still Teresa and Joe will ever be in. Because, I, again, this was another BravoCon. While it is a three-day-long event, Jersey panels are two days long because it is part due of the part two uh, situation that we got going on with them. And I, it's funny because it seems like almost this year, because last year was clearly because Teresa and Melissa had to be separated. This year, all the Jersey ladies are telling us, kind of everyone, <laughs> I don't know if they can all be in the same room together without something going down. I mean, the conflict is just conflicting and especially between Margaret and Jackie, who used to be such great friends and who they did our first live show. Like they helped us launch these live shows. So, of course, it's so heartbreaking for Danny and I to see the girls not getting along now. And we got some insight from a lot of people involved in the situation. We got it from Marge. We got it from Jackie. And of course, we got it from Melissa, who's like, I feel like you and I are like Melissa, like a little bit caught in the middle. middle. Yes, yeah. I feel that exclusively because I'm like, Marge, Jackie, I'll just sit down. Like, what's going on here? M- M- Melissa, I, well, I don't know if Jackie wants to sit down with Melissa too, too much right now because I don't know if you picked up what I picked up. Uh, Melissa gave her reasons why this is going down. And I think uh, someone might be a little parched is what she's saying. Um, I think that sometimes people feel like they need to ruffle feathers to make a splash. And it's unfortunate. Like, you need to stay authentic to your true self and I think um, she's looking for rumblings trying to throw things out there and seeing if they stick and I just God bless yeah it was uh, it was a little shady you know Melissa's not usually that shady but she was like delivering the shade in our little chat with her now we caught up with Melissa about Margaret and Jackie and then we caught up with Margaret and Jackie and Dolores about apparently a very explosive finale for the next season of the real housewives of new jersey which i I don't know how they're going to top last year's finale but it sounds like they do what what did they tell us danny because it was kind of giving bible vibes 
It was, oh, it was full. I'm shocked we didn't talk to them on a Sunday because they took us to church. And it's like, and I love, because like we got to talk to Dolores first and she kind of said it. She's like, boys, it was rough. It was rough. It was a dinner. It was two bombs going off. It was a very rough season for all of us. Made good TV. <laughs> oh, sure. if it made anything, it made good TV. And then we were, we found out, you, you just said like, oh, a Jesus and a Judas because Dolores brought up the Last Supper and she's like, there is a Judas. And I, we were like, oh, oh gosh. And we and we we are thinking, you guys can watch maybe these clips from Melissa and Jackie. I think we might all know who the Judas might be now. Yeah, okay, so like we're trying to piece it together, right? So like Dolores is like, oh yeah, like a last supper happened. And then we talk to Margaret and we bring up the Judas of it all. And she's like, oh yeah, I came up with that, which honestly sounded so correct. Like that sounds like something that Margaret oh. would say and like make, make a thing. And I, I love that for her. And then- when we asked Jackie about it, she said that she got into fights during this explosive finale. And then when we asked, we asked Rachel Fuda and Danielle about it and they were kind they of- They didn't confused. know what a Judas, they were so confused. <laughs> they were like, who's Judas, who's, who's Jesus? They were very confused. So I don't think that they were involved. I don't think either of them played Judas in the Real Housewives New Jersey production of The Last Supper. So I, Danny and I are thinking just because Margaret came up with the term Judas, it seems, and she's not getting along with Jackie, that Jackie might be Judas. She might be the Judas and who I kind of think should be, because I don't know if Judas is going to be full-time. We don't know Judas's energy. We don't know Judas's tagline. If Andy... And Bravo is looking for a new New Jersey housewife. I kind of think uh, the fan who asked the question to Jennifer at the panel that was so explosive about being so far up, Teresa's, you know, huh? She would cause a splash uh, in the Garden State, to say the least. I was so <laughs> taken aback by that question. Like, I was kind of like zoning out a little bit because it was day three and I was tired. So like, was I like, potentially like in the middle of a nap maybe but i fully woke up when this girl walks into the mic and she's like so um jennifer aiden how much farther can you get up teresa's asshole and i was like oh completely wide awake Katy perry style i was like <laughs> you just say and then i i honestly thought that like the moderator was michael rapaport yeah. yeah i thought michael rapaport was just gonna like shut it down and like tell her to leave uh, but then the drama just heated up further because Jennifer Aiden stood up and it looks like she was about to like go in on this ground. We know what happened between her and Danielle Cabral this year. So like, she's kind of like in that mode and in that spirit. So I was like, Faded. I was a little scared. Sorry you don't have any good friends, but good friends support each other all the time. And she supports me too. Yes. So take it away. She called this girl seemingly big boy. And I thought that and was page six Instagram comments are not happy with her with that because a lot of people are calling that body shaming and everything like that, which seems to be what it was. I mean, I, again, I don't know if it was here the moment misstep, but not the best uh, retort for someone to do. Yeah, I did not love that. And I hope she didn't mean it. So Jennifer Aiden, if you're watching, I hope you did not mean to say that. Um, None of our well, kind of like we hope if Ariana watched our um, interviews with the Toms, which I'm not sure she did, we didn't mean to do the interview in a giant hug. Yeah, so the, the Toms came over and honestly, 
The Toms were very nice to us. I think that might have remembered that I've been to his concert a few times. Like I'm, I'm a frequent Tom Sandoval, the most extras concert goer. Um, And I think he appreciated the support. So he came over and he and Schwartz, they called it a cuddle puddle. And it was literally the four of us like hanging on each other. And we did the entire interview embracing the Toms. And like, do you know what? I appreciated the honesty both Toms gave us because Tom Sandoval was talking about how he has recovered from such a rough time given the events of Scandoval. And then Tom Schwartz told us that Tom oh. Sandoval is a massacre oh. and <laughs> really had, might have enjoyed some of the booze that he got on stage. Obviously, when you have a lot of people together, it becomes kind of like a like almost like a sporting event. You know? It was don't, getting don't, WWE. Don't let him fool you. He's masochistic. He's very aroused right now. <laughs> the skirt's lifting up. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't put it past. Uh, I could see where he's going with that because he was booed for like 20 minutes on the panel and then did a push-up contest shirtless in a skirt. So I kept on. I was just like, oh, we are. Uh, who's who's blur? You can't blur IRL. So whoever was front row, I just pray whatever <laughs> underwear Sandoval had on was doing its job because, or otherwise they had the most extra view. <laughs> that is his most extra. Speaking of uh, Tom Sandoval getting booed, we caught up with Lala Kent and Danny, I didn't go to the Vanderpump Rules panel, but you were there and you saw when Lala kind of like stepped in and defended Tom Sandoval because there was a pretty out of pocket comment from what I heard about you need to fall off the face of the earth. You like don't deserve to be here. It was, I mean, it got like pretty dark and Lala jumped in and kind of defended him, right? Yeah. Lala, because you know what? Because again, these ladies, you mess with them. You you think because they're on the stage and you're on the fan question off the stage that they won't come for you. I would not mess with Lala. Or I guess they didn't think they would uh, like set off Lala because she had no time for that and kind of let them know like this is not how we should all be operating. Yeah, well, I was over it. And that's coming from someone who was like all in. Oh, all Sending right? it to Daryl. You were Teddy Mellencamp all in. Yeah. All in. <laughs> But I was like, okay, time has passed. You know, we really got to take a 30,000 foot view on this and go, it was really, really messed up, but we got to move on. Like the question he was asked and someone telling him to fall off the earth. I was like, with everything going on in the world, I can think of a lot of people that need to fall off the earth. Tom Sandoval ain't one of them. Um, So I just felt the need to shut it down. Stop. And by the way, I couldn't hear anything. So your booing is now affecting me and now I'm getting pissed off. She's giving us Lala. And what I am so excited for that we also got to be given Kyle Richards, who was so delightful to talk to. She was so gorgeous, I feel. And it's also, I was kind of, because it's, this was also a BravoCon where a lot of eyes were on her in not just the OG way, but in a like, she got a lot of stuff going on way. And she opened up to us kind of about how like, even though this is like the hard, what should be one of the hardest times of her life, her anxiety's down. And baby girl has one less prescription and a refill because she's off Lexapro. Uh, that was so great to hear. And shout out to Kyle Richards, because like you said, Danny, like so many eyes are on her, this BravoCon, but so many eyes have been on her for like the past couple of months. Like no one can keep their, her name out of their mouths. And this whole separation from Mauricio, she stopped for pretty much every single- every outlet reporter on the press line and like really took the time to chat and engage and she was just and and also given like the emotional state she was in this BravoCon because later on when she did the Beverly Hills panel on Sunday 
she teared up when she was talking about the whole Mauricio situation. So the fact that like she was down to chat with everyone and, you know, share where she's at and in, in such a, a pretty vulnerable place in her life, I thought was like really commendable. And I'm glad that she is owning herself in this new independent era. And al- although it seems like there's still a lot of love for Mauricio and she she did say like I am proud of the marriage we have had this is still a love it's story. A successful yeah and also she wanted everyone to know too that it wasn't I think somewhere it got misquoted that she said divorce she's like that isn't there's no d word yet so right. God, she's not doing her ABCDs and even though like she is you know in the in this stage of sort of giving props to her marriage with Mauricio uh, she's also, you know, like giving props to herself. Like she's like owning her independence. She's showing you her tattoos. She's looking better than ever. Like she is doing what she wants and we love to see it. Well, I've had a lot of support, which has been amazing. And yes, it's, I am going through a really hard time, but yet at the same time, I feel really strong, which um, makes me feel good. I'm, like, I, I'm doing the right thing. You know, I'm, I'm working out, I'm taking care of my body. You know, I, I stopped drinking and I'm just doing everything I can to be as strong as I can and it's working. So I'm, I'm grateful. And there might be, I don't know if maybe we could help rekindle this while we're still praying that we could have a group chat again with Margaret and Jackie. We could be getting a group chat, I don't know, with Kyle and LVP, or at least like a thumbs up react to the brunch and then they don't go. Because they both spoke kindly about one another uh, when we talked to them, which I think kind of when we told uh, Kyle about how LVP was kind of like singing her praises in the marriage and everything like that, Kyle was a little happily delighted. I know there was a lot of love between them. There really was. And um, there probably still is. So I think it, it saddens me to see anybody that's been together that long because marriage is hard. In a way, do you kind of like feel, you know, happy for Kyle that she is stepping out and discovering herself on her own, given that there were rumors in their marriage prior? Like in a way, this is kind of, this is exciting if for her? If that's what she wants, yeah. if that's what she wants, then she should go after it. Why not? What's stopping? You know, she's been a good mother, a good wife. Why not? Lisa also has, you know, a long marriage and a successful marriage. I really appreciated her words. It was very, very kind of her. Like you said, Danny, I feel like we are starting to facilitate peace. Peace. We're, we're doing friendship. We're loving it. And speaking of people getting gooped and not in the Gwyneth Paltrow way, uh, because there were so many moments on the BravoCon, carpets and panels. I was wondering, do you have a favorite kind of like funny or crazy moment that you got to witness or do that you're still thinking about? Okay, so Danny, when you were in the Vanderpump Rules panel, Mm -hmm. some of the Dubai ladies started walking down the carpet and Caroline Brooks and Chanel Ayon, who we love and adore, they started to approach me in their fabulous outfits and I was so excited to see them. And we were just chatting about like the new season, what's going down at BravoCon. And somehow... The man of the moment came up, Captain Jason Chambers from Below Deck, down under the the hottest captain you'll ever see. I think some people call him Captain Cutie, and he is definitely a cutie. And all the ladies within the Bravoverse seemingly have their eyes on him. Caroline Brooks is no exception, and she told me that she that she kissed him, and I was like, Caroline, like Luann, um. Sutton, Lala, like l- the list goes on and on of all- Ashley Darby, like of all the Lindsay Hubbard, L- Lindsay Hubbard. Yes. Like everyone has their eyes on him. Your name hasn't come up yet. Yeah. You're the one who got the kiss. And so 
You know, Danny, I, I, I relate the story to Danny and we, we watched the footage back and it seems like maybe there might have been like, well, the tape. Yeah, like so, some some confusion and miscommunication because we yeah. did. Captain we, Jason kind of cleared up the air a little bit there. Who did you kiss last night? Don't say this time. Wait, please tell me who you kissed. Tell, tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me. Tell me. On a boat is called Below Deck, oh my God. Caroline Brooks. Ayan. Caroline Brooks. Ayan. Wait, we have to talk about this. I, I heard you thirsting over Captain Jason in the previous interview. He's so cute. Did, did you kiss him? He kissed me. What? Okay, was he a good kisser? It was a pack. It was a goodbye kiss, but I'm glad that she got something out of it. That's fantastic. I love when you were so excited to tell Captain Jason, you're like, Evan was like, well, Miss Caroline Brooks told me this, Jason. And he's like, um, I said goodnight to her, I think on the cheek, but I'm glad. She, I think the direct quote was, I'm glad she got something out of that, which would break me, but Caroline Brooks is a stronger woman. <laughs> well, do you know, it seems like she's getting the most out of anything with Captain Jason is Lala Kent. And you're the one, you asked that question, Danny. You were like, it seemed like you and Lala were giving each other the googly eyes with the bravos. Mm -hmm. And he seemed pretty smitten. And then a day later, they took this photo together. And then I was looking at the comments and I forget who who said it, but someone, one of a fellow Bravo celebrity wrote in all caps, power couple. So again, Danny, I think you incited some major Bravo development. Like, I mean, we're the reason we, the season here at BravoCon. We were. We could. We and we 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 helped facilitate and break news, and also just be a little, little politely messy. Because one of my favorite moments is when because we saw Sheree coming down the carpet, and me and Evan were both like, "Well, we we want to ask her, you know, how Kim is doing." And more importantly, we were like, "We gotta know her thoughts on Croy's new look because it, it's very different." very very beardy very everything and then of course i i because i that's why when rachel Lindsay at her panel asked is it is it like the most or like is it stupid to bring receipts i was like it is not because of course i google i i had that photo already on my phone and we showed it to sheree and i feel everyone just has to hear and watch and experience her live reacting to the photo because it is a moment i'm gonna treasure forever what do you think of the new look it, it, it makes him look a lot older, though. Oh, really? Okay, a little older. I, I, do you know what? You like it? I, I thought he was cute before. Oh, I thought he yeah. was cute before. Now I don't know if I'd purchase this at a large That's what I'm saying. I would. <laughs> I, I liked this. his look before. Yeah, but I love Croy. He's he's a good guy. No, that was one of my favorite moments, Danny. And I'm so glad that you brought up the picture for her to see because she, I mean that that reaction was absolutely <laughs> priceless. And I don't know. I, I feel it's. It's tough because I feel like we experienced so much within the span of like 72 hours and I don't, oh, we forgot that we really kicked things off Thursday night by going to Phaedra Parks's 50th dinner party celebration with like Taylor Armstrong and Jennifer Aiden and Teresa Pires. Like there were so many girls there. So that was like, that was a really great introduction and shout out to Phaedra for hosting us. The dinner was phenomenal. It was at Yellowtail inside the Bellagio. She sent me... And Danny home with like a bag of free Botox and champagne and candy. It was like, I, I was like, I was like, Phaedra, you could send me home with that. You could send me home with the bill. I wouldn't pay it, but I'd just be so thankful and grateful. You know what I mean? Like, I am just so happy to be celebrating with her and her new married to medicine life and everything. It was so, so great. And even though you've all been seeing a lot of stories and stuff come out from BravoCon so far, stay tuned because more are filtering through this week. But you, th 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 I feel it's going to be a full week 
of new drama and new excitement and new developments from our favorite people. Yeah, the BravoCon train ride is not over just yet. So choo-choo girls, we got a lot more to come. If you loved gossiping with us, and I know you do, then don't forget to subscribe to our podcast, Virtual Reality by Page Six. You can find us on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your podcasts. See you next week.